Vedere classi di lingue. Resseo de classe de langue. Jitsu Gokyo Shitsu Real Language Classrooms. Hi. This week I want to talk about a different way of approaching reading. So this is the second part in the reading podcasts. The first one I talked about the three intersecting sets when you're reading of shape, sound and meaning. And when those sets intersect, that's when reading happens, as in getting the words from the page into something that you understand. This week, I would like to thank the Melbourne Archdiocese Catholic Education Languages team, who have created a reading tool for students. And it's called Being a Successful Reader Student Visible Thinking Tool. There are three stages to reading the languages team talks about in that. And there are a whole variety of strategies that students might use to help them to investigate that reading material. It's not like you need to go through each one. It's more like have a look at what those strategies are and explicitly teach those particular strategies. The strategies are make connections, predict, visualise, ask questions, summarise, synthesise, check meaning and think critically. As I say that list, does it trigger for you how similar that is to the sorts of work that classroom teachers do about teaching reading? It really does for me, making connections. I've seen that happening in classrooms and I've noticed a strategy in some classrooms where they ask students to specifically write down on post-it notes, text to self connections, text to world connections and text to text connections. So instead of just reading what's on the page, those students are starting to connect that information with other things that they know about. And it's when those connections happen that they get a really rich part of reading. Okay, let's have a look at this thinking tool a little bit more. And I'm also going to look at it in reference to a Japanese book that I just happened to Google and found on YouTube in redcatreading.com. It's called Ushiro ni iru no dare, Who is behind me? And there's a picture of a really gorgeous dog and just the hint of a turtle. Is that the one with legs? Just coming into the page so the students are able to guess what the next animal is. And then on the next page, of course, there's a lovely big picture of the turtle. The reading tool suggests doing three things. The first thing is to read the book and just focus on what you can understand. So if I was reading this book with students, what can they understand? I might have pre-taught, for example, Ushiro and Mae and Ue because I might have been doing walk up and down the stairs or I might have had something behind me and, and played a 
game of hide and seek. I really, really fully believe in doing an oral activity before you pick up the book. But you don't have to. You, you can sort of merge the two together. So let's say the students knew Ushiro. And that's all they knew from that page. Awesome. Ushiro. And just leave the stuff that they don't know to the side because that will start to target them in and pick up anything that they know. The second time you read it through is when you start to look at the strategies. And rather than trying to do all of those strategies every single time you have a reading experience, more effective to focus on one strategy and just switch them up as you go. So I was talking about making connections before. Let's focus on the making connections strategy in this particular activity that we might do with students. So if Ushiro means behind, and we've got the picture of the dog on the page, Boku no Ushiro ni iru no dare, let's make a, a text to self connection here. Ushiro ni iru no dare. Who might be behind me? Who might be behind Josephine, who's sitting on the floor there? Oh, it's Max. Josephine no ushiro ni dare. Max-san. And you can make that really personal for your students. You can also use the book to launch into some oral interaction within the class. So that's an example of a text to self connection. There are other connections that you could make. It might be a text to text connection. It might be another book which I can think of in Japanese, which is all about unko, poo. And that, that sense of the poo being behind the animal. So it might be a text to text connection that those two books do a similar thing. I don't know. What else could you make connections with? Text to world connections. Where does a dog live? Where does a turtle live? Or tortoise? Still don't know. You might bring that text in and start talking about habitat, for example, that might happen to connect with a learning topic that's done in the school. And you can get quite deep into that depending on the level of students that you're working with. You might be you might consider a dog and how they have interacted with humans over the ages to become part of the process of human evolution. I don't know. You can really take that in a lot of different ways. Use your imagination and, and have some fun with it. I'm saying you a lot in this podcast because this is not something that I've actually done in my classes so far. So I'm kind of in the space of looking at this reading tool and imagining what could I do in classes and talking that through with with this podcast rather than saying, this is a reading tool I've seen, this is what I've already done in class and this is what I've what's happened from it. So I'm at the stage in my teaching with this reading tool of just imagining through what I could be doing with it. So I hope that's okay with you. I'm not coming with a plan that I've already done. Okay, so we've done the first time read where we looked at what you know already. We've just done a second time read and I chose one of the strategies to really hone into and 
users thought prompts and bring the text off the page potentially into some oral activities potentially into some science connections potentially into that more deep connection with self or other texts and now I'm doing the third part of the strategy and that's bringing it all together bringing that information that we've just worked on through the strategy and listening to the text again and seeing what we know and how much richer that text has become because we've had a creative interaction with it. So I'm going to look at the text again and say, Boku no ushiro ni iru no dare. Well, now I've said it many times, I actually know all of those words and I've seen how it works through the pages. So I'm not feeling like that's strange anymore. If I knew maybe one word before, now I'm feeling like I get the general idea, even if I haven't memorised it or could use those words. I'd like to suggest another thing to do. I'm just going to pop in a fourth idea. So you've read it through once and checked for things that you know. You've worked with it with a strategy and we chose connections. You've read it through a third time and it's starting to make more sense. Here's a fourth idea. It's not on the page of the reading tools, but I like it. Chop it. Mix them up. Can you mix up those words, put them in new sentences, use them in different ways? Are there any two words that you could put together in a different way from that sentence? And just start to get creative. And then you could also chop it again into actual letters. And I've been doing this one with my students. It's really quite a fun activity. I chop up all of the letters in the sentence that we've just been reading. So the students know those letters because they've learnt them in the sentence. And then ask the students to put two of them together randomly, make a new word, which may or may not be a real word, and say that word. And then they get extra points if it turns out to be a real word. Boku no ushiro ni iru no dare. Chop up every single letter. Let's put together re and shi. Re shi. Is that a real word? Well, no, it isn't. But ure shi is. Oh, there's an u over there. Let's pop that in. Look, we've got a new word and it means happy. How cool is that? We just put together words. It's a really, really good reading activity and the students get quite excited when they do hit on a word that is a real word in Japanese. Just another idea. I'd like to say thank you again to the people in the languages team at Melbourne Archdiocese Catholic Education for creating this reading tool and letting me talk about it on the podcast. And even though it was a random Google search of mine, I also would like to thank the redcatreading.com people because I was able to use their resource to talk to you about reading in languages and how it connects to literacy. So next 10-minute episode, I'm going to talk about the Victorian curriculum and how literacy and languages connect with each other. Jane. to Christopher Liberti for the lovely music. You can find his work on stockmusic.com and have an amazing day.